And now it's time for USC Trojan Talk with Coach Harvey Hyde. Brought to you by Terribles. Listen to the coach each week on KSHP AM 1400 and follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey Hyde. And now, here's Coach Harvey Hyde. Well, thank you very much. Buckle up. It's football season, and this is USC Trojan Talk live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and on Saturday morning in the Inland Empire on AM 1490. We welcome you, and USC Trojan Talk is on the road. Yes, the 2022 football season has started. The Trojans are going to camp. They had the last media day, so why don't we talk football but before we get with Chuck Hayes, who's going to be our guest, because he'll be out at practice and telling us everything that's going on out there, I'm going to try to get out there myself here in the very near future. You know, every year I do a 12-pack where I put together my top 12 teams in the country. Now, I spend a lot of time on this, and the way I do my 12-pack is I say the number one team in the country is a team I at least want to play the first Saturday of fall football. Now, the 12th team, I guess I would have to play, but let's see who that is compared to who the number one team is in the country. Again, this segment weekly is brought to us by Meadows Bank. Is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank, consistently exceeding your expectation. Well, who's number one? Is it Georgia? Is it Clemson? Is it Alabama? Well, Coach Hyde says it's from the Southeastern Conference, and that's Alabama. I don't want to play Nick Saban. I don't want to play Alabama. They were beaten in the national championship game. He's angry. He's ready to go. He lost a lot of players to the NFL. He's got a lot of players who's got a lot of experience from playing on that team that played so well that went 13-2 and two last year. He has 12 starters back. And uh, they will be a favorite in every single game. And, of course, the Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young is back. So I would say you're off to a good start. they got a tough schedule, of course, at Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee. But at home, they've got Texas A&M on October the 8th. So Alabama's the team I don't want to play the first weekend of college football. Number two, I've got Ohio State. A lot of players back, always loaded, loaded with talent from the Big Ten, 11-2 and two last year. A little disappointed they didn't make it to the, the semis, so they came out west, played in the Rose Bowl, beat Utah in a close football game. 11-2 and two last year, 14 starters back, and Ryan Day is, uh, well, what is he, 26-2 uh, and two or something. I don't know the exact record, but something like that. So he's going to win again, and uh, his opener at uh, Columbus, hey, that's going to be exciting. Notre Dame at home. C.J. Stroud, his quarterback, is a candidate for the Heisman Trophy, and his schedule really uh, favors them. They got five straight home games at the beginning of the season. Four away games, though, at Michigan, at Penn State, Northwestern, and Maryland. Number three, Georgia. Yeah, national champions from last year, 14-1 and last year. Well, I tell you, you've got to say Kirby Smart, he's got it going. Where did he lose it, learn it from? Well, Nick Saban, but Kirby's a great recruiter, and he knows where it comes from. Players getting him to play. He lost nine starters last year to the NFL draft. 
But he's got Stetson uh, Bennett back, his playmaker. I mean, this kid just gets it done, you know. He's a kid that went to junior college, came to Georgia, beat out JT Daniels, and took the team all the way to a national championship. So we'll see what happens with them. Uh, they got seven offensive starters, three defensive starters, and uh, I think they'll be a favorite in all 12 of their games also, even against Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Number four, I've got Clemson from the ACC. They were 10-3 and three last year. They got 15 starters back. Dabo Sweeney, he knows how to win. I think that he's going to get better play out of his quarterback this year. I think that's something they worked on the entire offseason. They're at Notre Dame, but as I mentioned a moment ago, uh, that'll be a big game. We'll see what happens with that game. Uh, I think they'll be a favorite in all 12 games. The Big Ten, uh, well, they're back in my top 12 poll. Five, Michigan. When you have 13 starters back, and you were 12-2 and two last year, and Jim Harbaugh has now got into the winning combination. And uh, when you have the number one, uh, a lot of people are saying the number one offensive line in the country where you know you're going to pretty be pretty good if you can pass, block, and run the football. So Michigan, I've got number five. And uh, I'll tell you, that's going to be, uh, well, they lost to Georgia, but I'll tell you, they are a great football team. So uh, we'll see what happens with them. Their first game is at home, and then, uh, of course, their schedule favors them. and should be They should be 11-0 uh, when they go to Ohio State. Number six, Notre Dame, 11-2, new coach, uh, Marcus Freeman. But they've known, they know how to win there. The last six years, Brian Kelly has won 10 or more games. 15 starters back, a lot of tradition at Notre Dame. They're going to be uh, challenged, of course, at Ohio State, but anybody can win a game anywhere in Ohio State as far as with Notre Dame. have the same football tradition. Uh, they uh, We'll see what happens with their new quarterback, Tyler Buckner. He's going to be thrown right into it in Columbus. We'll see what happens with that, and I'll tell you, uh, we'll see uh, how that offensive line, too, against Notre Dame, those big guys perform against the big guys from the Buckeyes. It'll be a war inside, I'm telling you. Then uh, let's move to the next team, which I've got uh, number seven for the Big 12, Oklahoma. They were 11-2 last year, and uh, they have 10 starters back. they got a new philosophy, a new head football coach. Uh, They're trying to improve as far as prove something, as far as when Lincoln Riley left that, hey, we're not Lincoln Riley, we're Oklahoma. And uh, they got Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback transfer from uh, Central Florida, and I think he's a heck of a player, left-handed quarterback, followed his offensive coordinator there. They've got a new offensive, or a new uh, head coach, Brent, Brent uh, Vanderbilt, and uh, he's a good one. So I think the defense will be better because the head coach is more of a defensive type of coach. They'll be favored, I think, in all of their games. They've got Texas on October the 8th. And uh, we'll see what happens with that one. So uh, that's a big one. I've got them seven. Eight, I got Texas A&M. They were eight and four last year, but they beat Alabama. They had a great recruiting year. They got 11 starters back. Jimbo Fisher, of course, their head coach. Sort of channel and challenged uh, Nick during the offseason. But we'll see what happens with that. They're at Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn. They uh, know how to recruit. And uh, quarterback, I'm not quite sure of if Mac Johnson, Mark, uh, Mac, Mark Johnson can get it done, or Max Johnson. Well, I don't know much about him, so I can't tell you, but I don't want to pay, play Texas A&M because they got a lot of players. They'll probably be a favorite in, in every game except uh, at Alabama. I really believe that. So we'll see what happens with that. Number nine I've got from the Pac-12. Don't don't uh, want to play Utah. They're very physical. They went ten and four last year. Fourteen starters back, probably seventy-five players back from the roster of Kyle Whittingham. 
And this is his 29th year, so he's, uh, he's built a family there. They're very physical. They play together hard. Uh, they're, just a, they're just a team you really don't want to play. And Cameron Rising, the most valuable player in the Rose Bowl, I tell you, that's a playmaker. He's going to make that play. And uh, if he hadn't gotten hurt in the Rose Bowl game last year, I really think Utah could have upset Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. So physical football team, they'll run at you, they'll play great defense, and they're really well coached. So that's what I got, number nine. Number ten, I got North Carolina State, nine and three, 17 starters back. Now, remember, they're a pretty good football team. They beat Clemson last year. Then, of course, the bowl game they were in, they were supposed to play UCLA, and that got canceled. Delon Leary is their quarterback. I really like him as a player. Uh, so uh, I don't want to play North Carolina State, but they sneak, about, sneak up on you and beat you. They beat Clemson last year. So, you know, uh, and they're very well coached. They're very well coached. So I got them 10th. Number 11, I got the, the Ducks from Oregon. I know there's been a coaching change. Uh, Dan Lanning is now the head football coach there at Oregon, 10-4 and four last year, 15 starters back. They got a tough one in their opener. They go to a Georgia. They don't play them in Georgia Stadium. They play in Atlanta. But, man, I'm going to tell you, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, big question mark. Who's going to be their quarterback? Is it going to be Bo Nix, who transferred from, from Auburn? So, uh, And I'll tell you, that Utah-Oregon game is going to be a great one. Now, number 12, which means I have to say that would be the team. Of all the teams that I guess I'd have to play in my 12-pack, if I have a 12-pack and I have them ranked, 12, and that's in the Pac-12, USC. They were 4-8 and eight last year. I guess if I have to play them, I have to play them, and I want to get them early if I have to play them because before they put it all together with the new roster and new coaches and all of that. They've got 11 starters back. They've got a great quarterback, an All-American, Kaleeb Williams, who's getting a lot of praise, and Lincoln Riley, what, 55-10 and 10 at Oklahoma. Uh, I'll tell you, they're going to, I think, put it together. They could put it together. The two toughest games, Utah and Notre Dame, uh, should be a favorite in all the rest of them, I think. So I've got them number 12. They would be, I'd say, my long shot team. If they were to put it all together, I think USC possibly could get up there a little bit higher. So that's my 12-pack, and I really enjoy giving it to you. I work all summer on that, and I uh, hope you respect it, and uh, if you don't agree, I mean, that's what you do, but uh, we'll have fun uh, going back and forth every Thursday night with my 12-pack, and again, I want to thank Meadows Bank for the sponsorship of our weekly 12-pack. Remember, Meadows Bank is in the business to uh, make you play in the big leagues. Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK, Meadows Bank consistently exceeding your expectations. Now, remember, when the seasons start, I, 12, I change this 12-pack every week. So let's see what the adjustments will be. So buckle up. Right along with, with us, you're listening to Terrible Herps and Coors Light Sports Topic Show in Las Vegas, Nevada. Again, we welcome all of you in the Inland Empire on AM 1490 on your dial. Let's take this short time out. Fight on, and we'll be right back. I'm R.V. Hyde. Introducing Terrible's Pump and Pour. Purchase any quantity of fuel at Terrible's locations, print the coupon at the pump, or bring the receipt into the store and redeem a free beverage right there on the spot. Visit TerribleHerbs.com for more free product list information. 
Las Vegas is home to thousands of veterans and active military personnel, and many of them need our help. Walker Furniture's Help for Heroes will provide much-needed specialized furniture to 12 local veterans. If you know of a veteran in need, send a letter and tell us their story. These men and women gave so much, they deserve our gratitude and our support. It's your chance to help a veteran receive furniture that best serves their needs. And Walker Furniture's chance to say thank you. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones, Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. The Rose Bowl Legacy Foundation preserves, protects, and enhances the future of the Rose Bowl Stadium as a national historic landmark. America's Stadium has hosted two Olympic Games, with a third one coming in 2028, two World Cup Finals, five Super Bowls, and the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl since 1923. It is the epic center of college football and is the most iconic stadium in the world. To learn more about how you can support the Rose Bowl Stadium as it turns 100 years young, visit www.inspire, which spells inspire2022.org. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shaves. Where at? Well, Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and so on services as well. Floyd 99 cuts and colors. Expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine & More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertson's, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk live in Las Vegas, Nevada, this beautiful Thursday uh, evening. Again, we want to thank Terrible Herbs and Coors Light for the sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk year-round. 
And in the Inland Empire, we always welcome you on a Saturday morning from 11 to 12 on AM 1490 on your dial. And now it's time to talk football with Chuck Hayes as we get ready for the 2022 football season for the Trojans at USC. A new look. But before we get to Chuck, let's thank our sponsor for this segment. That's Mercedes-Benz of Henderson, proud sponsors of USC football. And that's right. They say call the head coach himself. The general manager at Mercedes-Benz of Henderson, that's Jim Chasen. And he'll get you the family plan and get the pricing right. Call Jim at 702-485-3000. That's 702-485-3000. Or go to www.mbofhenderson for Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. Now joining me, yeah, the Iron Man himself, Chuck Hayes. Chuck, are you ready for a college football season? Coach, I am, and you know, it's interesting. Put this into a little bit of a time capsule. It was November 28th of 2021 when USC announced that Lincoln Riley was going to be their next head coach, uh, replacing Dante Williams, who was the interim coach after Clay Helton was relieved of his duties. So here we are, Coach, almost a full, I would say, eight and a half months later, the Trojans will be taking the uh, practice field at Howard Jones, Brian Kennedy Field, tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. And I just have a question for you. Um, normally, the practices are 9 or in the afternoon. Why do you think they're going at 7 a.m. tomorrow? We, we know it's just going to be probably helmets and, and shells because they can't go full pads. Why do you think it's at 7 a.m.? You know, uh, I checked. Uh, a lot of guys have their own uh, program as far as the times of day that, that they want to practice. I've never liked the early morning practices. I've done them before when we used to do two and three practices a day before they changed their, the NCAA changed the rules and so on. But myself, I'd, I'd rather get up and wake the kids up and give them a good meal, let them have a good sleep at night, have some meetings in the morning after breakfast, go on, walk through our drills, and then have a practice maybe. 9.30, 10 o'clock, or wait till the afternoon. But, again, uh, Lincoln Riley knows what he's doing. He's had the same type of format. He's been a head coach for years. He's got the experience. So if he wants to go at 7 o'clock, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to go along with him because I'm not going to second-guess. And, Coach, you know, the next four practices are in Memorial Coliseum. Somewhat unusual to uh, go through that that early before they normally have a big scrimmage or a full pad day, but that kind of thing. But from that standpoint, uh, making it special to come into the Coliseum to really set the tone for a lot of players where there's been a huge roster transition and uh, it's not business as usual at USC. Nobody in college football has ever done it like this. And this reminds me, and uh, I'm not that old, Coach, but there was a time back in the day when there were veterans that returned from uh, different wars to come um, back and play college football after they were uh, part of the, um, the Army teams or the Navy uh, Air Station teams. They got a chance to come back into college and mix with a lot of younger players, and I think this has a little bit of that same feel. Chuck, it does, and I like he's, that he's doing this. He is introducing this new roster to the tradition of USC. He's showing them the Coliseum, the type of events that's played in the Coliseum, the, uh, you know, the World Cups, the uh, Super Bowls, all the games that have been played there in the tradition of USC football. 
and he wants them to understand what they represent, and he's trying to unite his team to put together that when we take this field here on September the 2nd or September the 3rd against Rice University, we've been here before and we're true Trojans. And I think uh, this is a good way to start it off, start with the beginning, not wait. Let them know at the beginning of the season, all these new players that haven't been in the Coliseum or haven't practiced in the Coliseum as far as, hey, this is it, guys. There's no uh, breaks. There's nothing else to talk about. This is our team. This is where we play. This is where we represent ourselves and our university. I think it's a good idea. I like that. I've never done that myself because I haven't had a, a, a stadium on campus except when I was in junior college. We practiced on campus where we played. But I think it's a good uh, I think it's a good thing he's doing, and I think it's a good introduction to USC football as far as bringing everybody together, including the coaches. You know, it's interesting when you look at Lincoln Riley and what he brings as a 38-year-old head coach, five years at Oklahoma. He was 33 when he got the Oklahoma job, uh, somewhat the same age when uh, uh, Sean McVay got the Ram job. Uh, Sean may have been a year younger, but as a college football quarterback coach who also is the head coach, he coaches a position, he's also the coordinator, his first two quarterbacks at Oklahoma were Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, and then the transfer that he received from Alabama was Jalen Hurts, a Heisman finalist. All three of those players in the league, from your standpoint, Caleb Williams, if you look at this track record of Mayfield, Murray, and Hurts, what do you project out for Caleb Williams and everything that's around him? What, what do you see uh, from what you saw, saw during a short time during spring football? Well, obviously they're playing for a coach who knows what he's doing, and obviously that's what Caleb Williams came to USC for because he wanted to follow his coach where he had some great success with. And uh, I think that it's a smart move. I think it's a smart move for USC to get a quarterback like this and Coaching the quarterbacks and also being the offensive coordinator and also being the head football coach is a big job. So it helps uh, having a quarterback that has been with you, understands the offense. Uh, he then represents you on the field. So I think it's a, a great combination. And I think that, uh, yes, if I could get a quarterback like Caleb Williams to be my quarterback, my opening year and opening game where I know what he can do and how he can perform, I think it's a great opportunity for both of them and the entire USC football program, not mentioning the receivers that were attracted to USC because of Caleb Williams and the talent that they have surrounding him. Now, it's just that if they can get it all done with the offensive line and the defense rises to the occasion, they got a pretty good shot, Chuck, but uh, I'll tell you, they got a quarterback that can get it done. You know, it's just much more now than just on the field. And and you always talk about in regards to recruiting how if you got the right player, he would help recruit uh, the rest of your of your roster and, and convince players to come uh, play. Um, Caleb Williams at Media Day said, "I think I texted linebacker Shane Lee. I was like Texas kid. It was one of fifteen of my teammates. We texted Jordan." We're going to need to go win some big games. Come with us. Come play with us. And when you have that type of interaction, it almost feels like NFL free agency, something that we have never seen of, you know, 20 transfers and uh, five of seven freshmen coming in. They're going to be on the defensive side. It's a very, very interesting makeup of a roster, something that, no one has ever seen in the history of college football. And I'm just wondering, 
when you look at Caleb Williams as that leader, is that going to be the thread of this program, how Caleb goes, the rest of the program is going to go? I think they'll all look towards him, and I think that uh, these players are hungry. Obviously, these players wanted to win, or they wouldn't have left the university they were at. You've got some players that have won or been all conference and won special awards, all Americans, and so on. So, you know, there's a reason they went to USC. They see that USC can help better them as far as an athlete and also uh, towards the draft, NFL draft. So, they know this is what's what it's about now. It's uh, about an education, of course, but it's also about. And getting to the next level, and they're cho- now they have chosen, after being in college for a couple of years, where they think they can achieve this, and they now are older and they can decide, and they've seen these players play on the college scene, and they can see themselves being on the same field with some of these same players. So, uh, you know, uh, I think it's definitely a, 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 an advantage uh, as far as getting seasoned players rather than freshman players or junior college players, because junior college players are great players, but they haven't played in the big picture on national televised games or bowl games or so on. So I think it's a great move for USC. It's uh, something now that's new to college football, but if it's there, you've got to take advantage of it. And uh, if you have a superstar like Caleb Williams and other superstars, you take advantage of them helping you recruit. Coach, you know that you need time to throw the football, and then also on defense you've got to pressure the quarterback. I would love, and this would be my matchup for camp, the one that I would be most interested in, would be Corey Foreman entering his second year at SC. It was the number one recruit in the country. Going against what I would consider to be the old man, Bobby Haskins, a transfer from Virginia at tackle, would not be an interesting matchup. Uh, They really don't have a relationship because of the fact that one came in from the outside and the other one was injured a lot of spring football. Uh, Haskins was was injured with a foot and didn't really have a lot of reps. Wouldn't that be a great matchup to watch on a daily basis to really be uh, taking the temperature of the football team and the level of competition? I know back in the old days, when it was Tim Davis coaching the O-line and Ed Ogeron coaching the D-line, those guys coaching those players, can SC's offensive line coach and SC's defensive line coach get these guys to that level? Well, Chuck, that's something they're going to work on to do, but they have to get better, and the way they get better is good on good and not uh, first-teamers against third-teamers or fifth-teamers. Uh, number ones against number ones, that's the way you get better, but you practice every day and you only play a game once a week. So I think that uh, I haven't seen Haskins. He's a big kid. He's been a starter. Uh, he's, just, he's a senior year, and Corey Foreman last year really didn't perform, and he's learning a position he should have been playing last year, so he'll get better every single day. And if I'm Foreman, I want to go against Haskins. I want to go against the best, but that's what I want to go against because that's what I'm going to see against other great teams. I don't want to beat a guy that can't block. I don't want to beat a guy that I'm better than. I want to go against a guy that's as good or better than me. That's the only way I can get better. And Haskins the same way. He missed spring practice. So he's got to prove himself because the players are evaluating the other players at the same time. It's not just the coaches. You don't think these players are evaluating the new talent versus the old talent? They want to see for themselves how good some of these new players are versus them and where their program is going. So, Chuck, there's going to be a lot of evaluating going on out there, and we'll see how that goes. But let's take a break. 
Again, you're listening to USC Trojan Talk. Uh, I'm Harvey Hyde with Chuck Hayes in the Inland Empire every Saturday morning. Mark it down. Follow me at Coach Harvey Hyde, at Coach Harvey Hyde, and we'll remind you. We want to say uh, AM 1490 has been on our team for a long time, and we plan on having them on our team. And in Las Vegas, AM 1400 is uh, the station you're listening to. We want to thank Terrible Herps and Coors Light for their year-round sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. Our sponsor, sponsor, uh, segment sponsor for this segment is Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. If you need a new Mercedes or you want to take a look around, call the uh, general manager himself. He's the head coach there, and that's Jim Chasen. Go on out there. He's a proud member of that uh, franchise, and you'll be a proud member of going in there, and he'll take good care of you. Go ask for Jim Chasen himself or call him at 702-485-3000. That's 702-485-3000. Or go to www.mbofhenderson and ask for Jim Chasen to give you a call. Buckle up, everyone. I'm Harvey Hyde. We'll be right back with more USC football. Introducing Terrible's Pump and Pour. Purchase any quantity of fuel at Terrible's locations. Print the coupon at the pump or bring the receipt into the store and redeem a free beverage right there on the spot. Visit TerribleHerbs.com for more free product list information. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr. and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business pizza 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 if you're like me pizza is not just a food it's a way of life and the folks at setabello pizza get every detail just right homemade dough made daily and hand tossed extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Have you heard about Standish Law? Yes, Standish Law, Las Vegas' premier family law firm. Ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers and proud 
be rebel sponsors. If you are going through a divorce, you want them on your side. Schedule your appointment at standislaw.com. That's standislaw.com or call 702-998-9344. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk, live in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Harvey Hyde, along with Chuck Hayes. We want to thank Terrible Herbs and Coors Light for the sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk in Las Vegas, Nevada, and in the Inland Empire. Get up, everyone. It's time for USC Trojan Talk on AM 1490 on your dial year-around. Chuck Hayes joins me, and Chuck, our next segment is brought to us by Budget Car Truck Rental in Las Vegas, Nevada. Give them a call if you need a truck or car by simply dialing 702 736-1212. Well, Chuck, let's continue with our conversation. An exciting season for USC Trojan football. A lot of new players and a whole new coaching staff. It is, Coach. And uh, one of the things on defense that's going to be interesting, and even from what we watched in spring football, Shane Lee is the uh, leader. He came to media day, the linebacker who transferred from Alabama He'll be joined by a rush outside backer, Eric Gentry, a tall athletic player from Arizona State, a former Utah linebacker, Carson Tabarachi, and Auburn transfer, Romelio Height, who's another outside edge guy. So from that standpoint, when you look at, obviously, the upgrade in regards to speed and Lee's maturity, Defense was uh, something that they really struggled with. When you go 4-8, your defense isn't stopping anybody. From your standpoint, how hard is it to mesh players on defense than it is on offense? As a head coach, what did you worry more about as you were getting underway in camp? First thing you want to do is get your players on the field. You want to design a defense where your players can play the position called and do their best job at it, where they're not thinking how to play defense. They line up and get it done. And you've got to have linebackers today that can run, and you've got to be able to put pressure on the quarterback and athletic quarterbacks that you're playing today. You've got to be able to keep them in the pocket and react to the football. And I think they've improved their their linebacker core because of the programs they've come from and the leadership they can gain from a a linebacker from Utah who uh, won the conference last year and played in the Rose Bowl. A linebacker from Auburn who played in the Southeastern Conference. A linebacker in the middle from Alabama who played in the National Championship game. These are the type of players that bring a lot of pride to a defensive type of football uh, unit that really you need to motivate your, your defense with, especially when your defense hasn't had the success that it was supposed to have. So now they got guys that have played on defense that have had success and will push the other guys that, to believe in themselves and and execute. Now, getting those guys in the correct position is something I think these coaches will know how to do. And execution on the back end, I think, is going to be very important by getting the correct players on the field that can play. And you can't give up big plays on defense. You've got to be able to make everybody work for their yards they gain and also try to get them in situations when it's third and long. So uh, I think that's what they're going to try to do on the defensive side. I hope they get it done with the transfers and the junior college kids they got. they got a guy from Kansas State, a defensive lineman. They've got other people there that bring in a lot of other traditions from other programs and other conferences. So uh, I think it will help them, Chuck, along with the young players they have. 
I think the young players will look to these guys, and these guys are sacrificing because they've left the program to come to USC, and they want to prove themselves correct if they pick the right school and prove the school they left that they're probably a better football player and they should have stayed there and kept you there. So uh, this kid in the middle, Lee, has played. He started 29 games at Alabama. There's reasons why he didn't start more or whatever, but I'm not going to get in that. But he's been in a program that's played for a national championship and won a national championship. Now, that's important to have that type of leadership on your team. Coach, two veterans that return and are two tough guys and guys are really laid it out. You know, so impressive over the years, although – uh, maybe their victory totals uh, don't share it. I remember two years ago, SC was in the Pac-12 championship game against Oregon. Defensive lineman Nick Figueroa and uh, running mate Tui Tui Pualotu. Um, Tui Tui uh, nominated uh, on the watch list for the Bednarik Award for the top defensive player named after Chuck Bednarik. The uh, Bronco Nagurski Award, top defensive player, and then the Outlet Trophy is the top interior lineman, and then Nick, uh, the Lot Impact Trophy, uh, named after the great Ronnie Lott, the uh, great player from USC and the All Pro from the National Football League. Those two men now, and they are men, have really uh, stayed the course and and rode rode the. Uh, the, the boat, if you will, during some very, very tough times. You could always count on these two players. Well, because they're seasoned players, and Chuck, they play hard. Uh, Figueroa's had some shoulder problems and was injured part of the season and so on, but he's a kid that's played junior college uh, football. I think he came out of San Luis Obispo and went to Riverside City College and then to USC, and he's got the extra year now. Uh, he's a guy that likes the game of football. You can tell that he may have gone out last year, but he thought that it was best to stay, and I thought it was the best for him to stay, too. And the other kid you mentioned that I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to embarrass myself and him, is a football player. You know, you look at a kid that's a football player, and a football player, you can tell him you don't have to watch a lot of plays. You can just tell the way he plays the game of football. He, he's limping back, but he doesn't want the coach to see it. He wants to stay in the game. He just causes disruption in the other team's backfield. He tries to intimidate the guy playing against him in a legal form. And I think that's the type of player that he is, and I think Figueroa is a sound football player. What I mean by a sound football player, he does what he's told to do, and he does it with his techniques that he's been taught. He doesn't make up something to do it his way. So I think these two type of players will really help them, and then along with Corey Foreman fitting in there somewhere from the outside, I hope, putting pressure in the inside if they make him a, a down guy. I think they should make him a down guy and get him up uh, around 270 or 280 and let him run to the football and become a man. And I think they got a chance there with the defensive front, but they got to play hard and they got to make it happen. Coach, uh, we'll make it easy for you. Thule. Tui Polutu. So just call him Tui, number 49 in your program. But here's a one that's really, I think, a story that everyone should be motivated by. Redshirt senior out of Modern Day High School, Solomon Tuli Apupu, uh, has had foot and knee injuries throughout his entire career. But he was able to get on the field this spring. He came off of uh, Rehab Island and really is going to get an opportunity for the first time as a redshirt senior. So 
we wish him the best of of luck in regards to that. And then looking at the secondary, uh, you got two young safeties, redshirt sophomore Xavier Alford, uh, sophomore Kalen Bullock, another guy coming back from injury, Max Williams. You got uh, Jalen Smith, who's a safety, Joshua Jackson Jr., uh, and then you have the the group of players that that come in to support that. Some some veterans. You have a uh, a guy that uh, everyone looked at, uh, Domaney Jackson out of Modern Day, who also had uh, a, a knee injury in, in high school. And you just hope that this group can gel. You got Bryson Shaw. A redshirt junior transfer coming out of Ohio State, another player, and Jacob Covington from Washington. So you have all these personalities and all these talents. Blackman coming in from Colorado, and they want playing time, and that's where it's going to get competitive. That's you know, special teams in my mind is going to be the make or break for a lot of these athletes who got to show some in, uh, endeavor and enthusiasm to be able to get on the field at the those key nickel and, and dime positions along with that secondary starting four, four players. I think they've got a lot of experience and a lot of great young players that will be in the secondary, Chuck, and I think that uh, coaching them up will be a lot of fun to do. I think they've got players that can play. Now you need to do is to get them on the field and coach them up. And uh, that's a good group you just mentioned. I'll tell you, that's a lot of good players and players that have transferred, that have had great experience at other schools. But the top of the line as far as in the high school level. So uh, the secondary, I don't think is bare. A lot of people say, oh, there's a lot of work to do there. Yeah, there's a lot of work to do everywhere. But uh, it's a lot easier when you do that work with people who can play that are great athletes, whether they're a secondary guy, a down guy, a linebacker, a quarterback. And when you look at some of the players that USC has gathered, all they need to do is gel and become one, a team, not a me guy, a team guy. And I think sometimes when you bring in a bunch of different guys who are hungry and looking for success, it molds into a great football. And we'll see how that goes. But, Chuck, we've got to take a short time out, and we'll come back and talk more about USC Trojan football. Again, we welcome all of you in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial and in Las Vegas here on a Thursday night. We welcome all of you, and we thank Terrible Herbs and Coors Light for their sponsorship of their weekly show, USC Trojan Talk. So buckle up. I'm Harvey Hyde with Chuck Hayes. Fight on. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. Introducing Terrible's Pump and Pour. Purchase any quantity of fuel at Terrible's locations. Print the coupon at the pump or bring the receipt into the store and redeem a free beverage right there on the spot. Visit TerribleHerbs.com for more free product list information. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr. and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. 
Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine & More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business las vegas is home to thousands of veterans and active military personnel and many of them need our help Walker Furniture's Help for Heroes will provide much-needed specialized furniture to 12 local veterans. If you know of a veteran in need, send a letter and tell us their story. These men and women gave so much, they deserve our gratitude and our support. It's your chance to help a veteran receive furniture that best serves their needs. And Walker Furniture's chance to say thank you. Klondike Casino is getting ready for the football season. Yes, it's in Henderson, just west of Boulder Highway, 444 West Sunset Road. How about some of the football contests? The Gridiron Gold Rush Football Pick'em Contest. Play for free every week at the Klondike. The William Hill Sportsbook Football Contest. $1.2 million in available prizes. Play two contests a week at the Klondike and double your chances. A great place to gather with friends. Enjoy a meal at the Klondike Grill, serving up fresh food back. All the games you love from the strip in the comfort of a neighborhood casino with great rewards from the Players Club. Game day is every day at the Klondike Casino. Have you heard about Standish Law? Yes, Standish Law, Las Vegas' premier family law firm. Ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers, and proud to be Rebel sponsors. If you are going to a divorce, you want them on your side. Schedule your appointment at standislaw.com. That's standislaw.com or call 702-998-9344. Las Vegas is home to thousands of veterans and active military personnel, and many of them need our help. Walker Furniture's Help for Heroes will provide much-needed specialized furniture to 12 local veterans. If you know of a veteran in need, send a letter and tell us their story. 
These men and women gave so much, they deserve our gratitude and our support. It's your chance to help a veteran receive furniture that best serves their needs. And Walker Furniture's chance to say thank you. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza's not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand-tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Introducing Terrible's Pump and Pour. Purchase any quantity of fuel at Terrible's locations. Print the coupon at the pump or bring the receipt into the store and redeem a free beverage right there on the spot. Visit TerribleHerbs.com for more free product list information. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk Live in Las Vegas, Nevada, on this Thursday evening. Brought to us by Terribles and Coors Light. And in the Inland Empire, we welcome you every Saturday morning on AM. 14.90 from 11 to noon. Again, uh, we want to thank uh, Mercedes-Benz of Henderson for the sponsorship of this segment. Remember, if you need a new Mercedes used car, just need to talk to someone, call the general manager himself, Jim Chasen, uh, dialing 702-485-3000. Again, 702-485-3000 for Jim Chasen at Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. Chuck Hayes, you're back. Let's talk college football, especially USC football. Well, Coach, special teams is a third of the game, and uh, they've got to replace their punter, Ben Griffith, who uh, the Australian punter uh, kicked for three years, and he went into uh, the NFL. I'm not sure if he's going to stick with the club. I think he's with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So you've got to find a new punter. Their place kicker, uh, Lewis, uh, has moved on. So uh, redshirt senior Alec Stadhouse uh, returns as the kicker, and uh, he will be challenged by a redshirt walk-on named Dennis Lynch, who's left-footed. And then they received a transfer in uh, from Ventura Junior College, Garth White, who's both a place kicker and a punter, so that gives them a little depth. But right now they don't have a, uh, a long snapper who's played in the college football game. Uh, they lost their All-American last year, and so they've got to find a long snapper. They've got to find a holder. Uh, and that's just on the punt game and on the uh, a place kicking game and also in kickoff. From uh, kick return, Gary Bryant uh, is a standout. He'll be back there. Uh, Michael Jackson had a couple last year, but they bring in Travis Dye, who was a punt returner while uh, doing dual action in the running game at Oregon. And then Brendan Rice, Jerry Rice's son, is a punt returner from Colorado who doubles as a wide receiver. Uh, Taj Washington also does kickoffs. Austin Jones, who came in from Stanford, uh, is a kick returner. And Mario Williams, a receiver who came in from Oklahoma, can return kicks. So from your standpoint, uh, is it the long snapper and the holder that concerns you most? First of all, Chuck, I love it when you bring up these type of names that are on the same roster, all playing for the same team, who all played and were starters at different universities, no matter where they came from. I'm very concerned about the place-kicking situation. Uh, I don't think the place-kicker missed a field goal last year, the one we were talking about now taking uh, the starting role for Lewis. Uh, but I'm concerned about Griffin leaving. I'm concerned uh, going into the fall without any true 
proven snapper or any proven punter. Uh, I think you can win and lose big football games by uh, that. They didn't spend a lot of time in the spring on the special teams, whether that was by plan or whatever. But I think it's very important that they spend a lot of time in the fall as far as determining who's the guy, who's the guy that's going to be the punter. And you've got to find out early so this guy gets experience and confidence with the team. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like having a field goal kicker or a place kicker that I, I used to call him Mr. Automatic. I mean, you go in the game and he's looking at you when the ball's on the 40-yard line saying, Coach, just put me in, I'll make it. And you know he'll make it. There's not maybe close your eyes and look the other way. I mean, you've got to be able to have that type of kicker as far as a place kicker on your football team. If you're going to play for championships, you've got to have a snapper. You know the ball's going to be where it's supposed to be, a holder that puts the ball down and twists it so he knows the kicker knows it's going to be where it's supposed to be, the punter who can put the ball deep and high or roll it out of bounds or put it where it needs to be, not shank it out to the right, and especially – a kickoff guy that doesn't kick the ball out of bounds so they get the ball on the 40 or 35-yard line, which I've seen happen so many times. Remember, a team can't score if you kick it out of the end zone. They get the ball on the 25, but they never test, touch it, so it's a wasted play. So, Chuck, I'm, I'm real concerned on that area as far as with USC. I haven't seen a proven player except for the place kicker who made some field goals last year. But I think this is an area that really needs to work on, and I'm looking forward to watching that. Well, Coach, it's interesting because you just know that those are those bugaboos that jump up at the most inopportune times, and you have to overcome that. And when you're a team that has not proven itself and you have so many different uh, revolving pieces coming in, is you've got to get a synergy that works. And when I look at that, uh, I think of them, you know, having second or third thoughts in regards to how close they get or if there is some sort of uh, pressure kick at the end of the game, how that's going to match up. And those are the things that coaching uh, is about, is getting an answer to a question that's going to come up at some time and some place. You're exactly right. There's nothing like the kicking game that you can put your knee down three straight plays and then kick it through and win a football game, Chuck. But you have that type of confidence in your kicking game. Well, we've got to say uh, good morning to everybody in the Inland Empire. We want to thank you for being with us Saturday mornings from 11 to 12 and AM 1490 on your dial. In Las Vegas, we thank Terrible Herbs and Coors Light for the sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. We'll be back next week with another exciting football show with Chuck Hayes. So, again, we want to thank Justin in the studio. He makes it all happen. And you, of course, our guest out there. Uh, thank you for buckling up and riding along with us. I'm Harvey Hyde saying fight on. <laughs>